Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. You probably think you know fairy tales. Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood. You probably think that they're cute and boring. But the real stories aren't cute and boring at all. The grim fairy tales were weird and sometimes gross and often scary. And in the podcast Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, you can listen along with a group of other kids as I tell them those tales. The episodes are sometimes grim, sometimes grimmer, and sometimes grimmest. But no matter how creepy it gets, we'll always have a great time guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and discussing what these tales mean to us. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This watery tale, Story Club members, might make you jump in a lake, or not. It's one I call Drayon Lake. Madison Cummings could not wait to go to Drayon Lake summer camp. It sounded like so much fun from the brochure. There were all kinds of crafts like jewelry making, woodworking, pottery, and basket weaving. Plus, there were loads of activities like singing group, swim team, rowing crew, and even training to be a junior lifeguard. Madison's best friend, Lisa Parkins, was also going, so it was gonna be great. They even had a cabin together with one other roommate they would meet when they arrived. It was gonna be a fun-filled two weeks in the middle of July. When Madison and Lisa arrived at Drayon Lake summer camp, they met their roommate, Poppy Smith, who seemed a little out there, but who was totally cool. The three girls shared their cabin on the banks of Drayon Lake, a vast body of water surrounded by mountains. You know this place used to be called Dragon Lake about a hundred years ago, right? Poppy said. How do you know that? Madison asked. Because I looked it up. Why Dragon Lake? Because there were sea dragons living in the lake, Poppy said. Eventually, though, they changed their name to Drayon Lake to protect their kind. People naturally forgot, but there are a couple of websites that expose the truth. You're crazy, Lisa said. There are no such things as sea dragons. Hey, don't take it from me, Poppy said. Look it up. Madison tried, but there was no Wi-Fi out here in the sticks. They were 40 miles from the nearest town. I can't. Then you'll just have to trust me, Poppy winked. Trust you? Trust you with what? Mindy Drake asked sharply as she popped her head into the cabin. Mindy was one of the camp counselors. She was super cool, but she was also very protective of the campers and the camp. Trust me with having a good time, Poppy lied. Poppy was just telling us that this used to be called Dragon Lake before it was Drayon, Madison said. Is that true? I believe there's some truth to that, but I can't be sure, the counselor said. Landmark names change all the time, though. But Poppy said that there were sea dragons here and they changed the name to protect themselves, Lisa said. 
That sounds like an urban legend, Mindy retorted, like alligators in the sewers or the hook-handed madman. But I read it on the internet, Poppy insisted. That was your first mistake, Mindy said. You can't believe everything you hear and read online. Then she clapped her hands sharply together. Now who's ready to learn advanced life-saving techniques for drowning victims? After dinner in the cafeteria cabin, Madison watched Mindy and some of the other counselors, Tyson Armand and Aiden Thorne. They were a tight-knit group, joking and laughing and eating together. Madison watched them until Mindy peered over at her table. Madison suddenly got interested in her lumpy mashed potatoes and then pretended to eat them. Why do you keep looking over at the counselors? Lisa whispered. I don't know, Madison said. There's something off about them. You're just weirded out about Poppy's dumb story. Madison shrugged. Maybe. After dinner, and then singing songs by the campfire before bed, Madison kept watching Counselor Mindy, whose eyes flashed as the fire turned to embers in the night. Once it was all lights out around the campsite, Madison could not sleep, and got up to use the outhouse. Through the cabin window, Madison could see the nearly full moon shining in the clear night sky, and the Douglas fir trees swaying in the gentle summer breeze. It's beautiful and creepy here at the same time, Madison thought. She woke up Lissa. Hey. What? Come with me to the outhouse. I'm warm and cozy in here, Lisa said, pulling up her sleeping bag. Ask Poppy. Fine, grumpy face. Go back to sleep. Madison went over to Poppy's bunk, but noticed that it was empty. What she thought was Poppy was only her pillow set up in her sleeping bag to make it appear like she was in her bag. What now? Lisa said as Madison shook her again. Poppy isn't in her bunk. She's outside somewhere. She probably had to go to the bathroom. Um, but why would she prop her pillow up to make it look like she's still sleeping if she was only going to be gone for a couple of minutes? Lisa rose. Good point. Madison and Lissa grabbed a flashlight and headed out into the campground. It was quiet. Too quiet. They heard some snoring from other cabins as some of their fellow campers were in a deep slumber. Shh, Madison said. Turn off the light. What? I thought I heard voices. Lisa snapped off the light and they listened. Yep, faint voices. It was hard to tell what direction they were coming from, though. Sound tended to bounce around in the woods and off the gentle lapping waters of Dreon Lake. Finally, they pinpointed it. It was near the boathouse where all the rowboats were kept. They snuck up to the building, stumbling in the darkness, but not daring to turn on the light. When they arrived, they saw Mindy on the dock. She was talking to somebody in the water. No, not somebody, something. It was some kind of sea dragon. The size of a man, but green-skinned with scales and fiery eyes. The creature held something in the water with it. Poppy. What was going on? Madison accidentally stepped on a stick which snapped. Mindy turned. Tyson. Something hissed behind Madison and Lisa. It was another one of the sea dragons standing on its hind feet, its tail thrashing against the dirt. Get moving. The thing hissed. Madison and Lissa were escorted to the dock. Counselor Mindy pulled Poppy, who was unconscious, out of the water and laid her on the dock. What did you do to her? Madison asked, totally terrified. Lissa was shaking beside her, speechless like a leaf. Mindy smiled, revealing a mouth full of teeth. She's one of us now. What are all of you? We're the last of our kind, and we intend to keep it that way. We were once camp kids like you, and we became what we are now from the ancestors. 
Poppy just now went through the ritual of the water dragon. She was snooping around, and we can't have our secret getting out. It would destroy us. We won't tell anyone, we promise. Uh, no you won't, because you'll either become one of us, like your friend Poppy here, or you'll become fish food at the bottom of the lake. But I don't want to be a monster like you, Lisa managed to squeak. We're not monsters, we're shapeshifters. You can live a fairly normal life appearing as a human. You'll have to hydrate your body once a day, most likely taking a long bath. And at least once a year, you must return to Dreon Lake for its healing, nurturing waters or you'll die. But if you don't come with us now, you'll die anyway, Dragon Counselor Tyson hissed. Madison and Lisa looked at each other. Wow, I'd say that Madison and Lisa are in quite the pickle here. What do you think they'll choose? Me personally, I'd go with Water Dragon. I swim in my pool every day anyway. I mean, heck, I might even swim better with webbed hands and feet, just like the creature from the Black Lagoon. But I digress. I guess some secrets and mysteries like that of Dreon Lake are better left unknown and unsolved. But you know what's not better left unknown? The rest of the Go Kid Go network. There are so many great stories for you to check out, I'd be horrified if you missed them. Like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Capel, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Kid Go even has a peaceful story train to take your mind off the story club terrors at bedtime. Did you know that? Talk about thoughtful. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Flusville, or Story Train wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way to a great time. And of course, I better see you back here tomorrow for another eerie episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.